0: Whether you own or rent Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. Go to geico.com today. Have you heard Kurt angle has a brand new podcast? Oh, it's true. It's damn true. I have six podcasts now go subscribe to the Kurt angle show right now for free. Our first topic is WrestleMania 19. Of course we talk about the bot shooting star press, but this was Kurt's only WrestleMania main event. We're going to talk about how it almost didn't happen. What the backup plan would have been for that main event and the links that Kurt had to go through to get the match in the ring and how he's still paying for that decision even now, all these years later, it's the Kurt angle show. Anywhere you enjoy podcasts, click the subscribe button and join the ride. Kurt angle show drops every Sunday at 6. AM Eastern twinkle, twinkle little star. Everybody's heard this. Make sure your sweetheart knows she's your star. Picture it. It's Valentine's Day and she opens this really cool gift box and out slides a blue rose trimmed in gold. You know, the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets and you can start seeing all the stars sparkling in the night sky. It's breathtaking. Now picture a magnificent real 24-karat gold rose deeply dipped in pure 24-karat gold with petals in this rich blue color covered in sparkles that mimic the stars in the sky. That's twinkle, twinkle The brand new exclusive rose only available at Steven singer jewelers, real jewelers, real roses, really dipped in pure 24 karat gold with a real lifetime guarantee. It's always the number one Valentine's day gift that lasts forever. It comes with your own free personal love note and it ships fast and free to the love of your life, your wife, your daughter, or your sweetheart. And it says, I'm so lucky to have you in my life. Steven's brand new roses is $79. But his real 24-karat gold-dipped roses started only 59. Go right now to IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.
1: The Ross Report
2: with Jim Ross.
3: You know, it's great to always catch up with old friends, and I don't have any older friends. And I mean that respectfully than Bruce Pritchard. He and I started working together in the 1980s. Golly, the 80s, Bruce. You believe that? Yeah, man. Good. To, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate
2: it. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure.
3: Bruce is a budding uh, podcast mogul. Uh, he's making Court Bauer and the <laughs> mighty MLWradio.com network wealthy. And uh, we're glad of that. We like wealth, and we like spreading it around. Uh, Bruce's show is called Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. And uh, I know it drops on Fridays because I listen. And... Uh, Bruce is at, on Twitter, we'll get all this bullshit out of the way, at Bruce Pritchard, P-R-I-C-H-A-R-D, no T.
2: There you go. So,
3: uh, yeah, I got the drill.
2: And uh, you can get, hey, and you can follow the show at Pritchard Show, too, on Twitter. So, we've oh, got you know, two different accounts.
3: Good, there you go. It's and, up.
2: hey, hey, it's Conrad for Conrad Thompson, my my host of my show. I don't call him a co-host, because he's the one that does all the work.
3: Yeah, well, he's the brains of the outfit.
2: But you know it.
3: You're the sizzle, and he's the steak. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Somebody's got to be. Somebody's
3: got to be all those parts to make it work. There you go. Quite honestly. So, but seriously, uh, congratulations on the the success of uh, your podcast. Uh, and you know, when I heard you're getting into it, I, I thought, well, there's no doubt in my mind that Bruce can pr- uh, produce and host and, and be a talent on a on an entertaining show but I didn't have in my mind's eye what you guys came up with for your format for those that may not have sampled it yet tell us how your format your Conrad's format uh, differs from a lot of us
2: well first of all we don't do guests and that's kind of the model of the show no guests needed and it started with conversations that Conrad and I would have where he would start the conversation off with, hey, what happened when? And he would ask me a question. And I would tell stories. And, you know, I'd go on forever telling stories. And this whole podcast is something, as you listen to it, and you probably chuckle say, I've heard those stories a million times. But for him, it was new. And he looked at me and said, man, this is a podcast. We should do a podcast. And I said, I'm not interested in doing that. And he he, he harped on me long enough that I said, okay, I'll do it if you do it with me. And never in a million years did I dream that it would become what it is. But we take uh, four topics, and we put polls on Twitter on Sunday, and they stay up until Tuesday morning. We let our audience choose the topic that they want us to discuss that Friday, and we do a show, and the shows kind of take a life unto themselves. It's We don't really follow a a set format, do a one-hour show. Sometimes they've taken up to three hours, but we do as long as it takes to cover the subject, and he's kind of like a – Eric Bischoff calls him a prosecutor. So it's kind of like being cross-examined by a prosecutor like Jerry McDivitt or something for three hours. Wow. He's brutal sometimes. That's, he- that's heavy. Yeah. That's heavy. But it's a lot of fun. I've, I've had a blast doing it. Yeah,
3: you guys do a great job. You have really terrific chemistry. Uh, I'm wondering, I saw one uh, the other day. Uh, it was a vintage Royal Rumble. I don't know if it's the 98 Rumble or whatever, but, uh, but a Rumble back in the late 90s. 94. Okay. Did you... Uh, What do you do? Go back and YouTube and Google and how how do you do all your prep? Because I know you're doing prep work, because there's just no damn way you can remember everything that happened in 1994 as much as we'd like to claim we can. It's just impossible.
2: Well, what what I do is I, I went back and I watched it on the network, on the WWE network. Conrad goes back and he hits all the dirt sheets and he goes through and picks out all the rumor and innuendos surrounding the time frame and, and hits me with everything that was thrown out in the world at that time and I debunk it but the way that I approach it Jim is from my vantage point and I look at it and how that those events affected me mm-hmm. what i was doing at the time and how i saw it what i felt during that how it affected me not necessarily going back and talking about how well that was a five-star match or I, I do some of that if i think it was a great match but we talk about how it affected me the thought process going into a lot of that and coming out of it where we were going and why we were going there And I find myself defending a lot of it. And one of the things that people forget is they like to, you know, people like to bash. And they like to tell you second guess after the fact how horrible something was. And I guess that they want me to to kind of crap all over things that, hey, I was a part of it. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm sitting at the house out by the pool with the book open, creating a lot of this crap. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sit there and say, no. I thought that was a horrible idea. It's uh, I use the Jerry Lawler analogy of the guy coming to him at TV and, and looking at him saying, "Damn, Jerry, you really think that's going to draw?" And he says, "No, I want to waste ten minutes of valuable television time because I think it's a drizzling shit yeah. and I don't think it's going to draw a penny. I
3: ain't going to draw a dime."
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a silly question. Yeah, Did you really think that was going to work? No, I thought it was horrible. I just wanted to waste a bunch of people's time and, and risk my job putting a shitty idea out there.
3: I. Uh, that's funny. You mentioned Conrad about the going back to all these arch- archived websites and message boards and all that stuff. It's like Barnett would say, oh, my God, Conrad likes the dirt.
2: Oh, he's my favorite.
3: Yes, I love that beard. He's such a jovial man. <laughs>
2: Oh, God, Conrad, Connie, <laughs> he would like. I hey, just Conrad him. and Barnett would have gotten along well.
3: He's my Connie, and no. he likes Gucci shoes, and his feet are so chubby.
2: Oh, I love him.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Barnett sample come by uh, came by. We we're glad of that. Uh, the uh, well, I like the format and the questions. I also think it's cool that you're you're letting the audience, uh, you know, leads you. To what they want to hear, I think that's smart. And the, you and I were talking earlier today about the T-shirt business at Pro Wrestling Tees. You know, you're doing a hell of a job marketing that whole concept, and everything is organically being per, uh, manufactured in, in in concept on your on your podcast. And then you make it come to life with your shirt designs. And uh, the other, the thing that I think is just the greatest thing of the whole deal is the fact that somebody buys a T-shirt, one of your shirts, off. ProWrestlingTees.com. You will call them. You actually call the customers, which I think is one hell of a deal.
2: I do, and it's um, it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I've it's instant feedback for me too because I get their reaction on the shows. But everybody that that buys a shirt, you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Bruce Pritchard, or just go to BrucePritchard.com and it takes you right to the site and. As I told you the story earlier, one of our best sellers was A Box of Gimmicks, which came about because Terry Taylor had done an interview where he talked about how he was supposed to be Mr. Perfect, but when they reached in the box of gimmicks and were drawing gimmicks that day, he got the red rooster, he being Terry Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and so I jokingly said, oh, yeah, we got a brown box in the corner It says box of, box of gimmicks on it, and we just have a bunch of gimmicks in there, and whenever somebody comes in, who's next? Okay, we got a goon here, a hockey guy. And it just was so ridiculous ridiculous, but it works. Yeah. So yeah, every time somebody buys something, man, I pick up the phone. It takes a minute, but I have a I get instant feedback on the show, and I really appreciate them taking the time to take out the credit card, buy a shirt. It's the least I could do to say thank you, and I'm kind of humbled by it, really.
0: It's a hell of a deal. It's, it's old school. We're helping people across the country at SaveWithConrad.com, and what are we helping them do? keep more of their own money. Just asked Toby in Oklahoma, we hooked him up He gave us a five-star review. And here's what he had to say. Conrad's team was able to do everything I hoped for. They helped me reduce my mortgage term by 13 years, paid off my car and credit cards and dropped my interest rate significantly. Who doesn't want to do that? Do you want a better interest rate? Yes. Would you like to pay off all your credit cards? Just like that. Of course. Wouldn't it be cool to pay off your car? Oh, and by the way, pay your house off 13 years faster. Are you kidding? It sounds too good to be true, but we're doing it every single day. at SaveWithConrad.com for families. Just like you, you don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And if we can't save you some cash, we won't waste your time. It really is a fast and easy, quick quote. What have you got to lose? What if you could save 13 years? What if you could pay off your car? What if you could knock out all your credit cards? hurry. These rates won't last forever. And I want to help you make sure your debt doesn't last forever either. Go to savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? That's right. You can pocket your house payments for the next two months at savewithconrad.com. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. Do you know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or your renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico Easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com.
3: Uh it's like it reminds me that you're like a uh uh an old school promoter. You're like Paul Bosch in Houston or Sam Muchnick in St. Louis uh, Leroy to a lesser degree because of his blindness in Tulsa. Uh, but you know, you're, you're out there. You're, it's shoe leather. It's personal interactions, uh, building your client base. And I just think it's a hell of a deal. So check out Bruce's, uh, shirts at pro Uh, we have a store there as well. Don't sell nearly as many shirts as Bruce. And, uh, maybe I should start, I just, see if I start calling people, then the social media will get on my ass about stealing your gimmick and I don't want go to go
2: for uh, it. it I've stolen a bunch of your gimmicks <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell me an original give me an original idea
3: I don't know I don't all
2: have. we do is steal and reinvent yeah. and
3: I, I had one once but it died of loneliness
2: there you go <laughs> exactly well, thanks to
3: Jim Cornette and Bobby Heenan that that, uh, that joke is, will stay with me forever
2: there you uh, go damn
3: yeah I tell Kenny it's son of a bitch
2: Double uh, uh, cheese, double mayo, and
3: onions. Yeah, he doesn't eat that way anymore, Corny. Don't. He's he's calmed down a little bit on his eating.
2: He has. He looks good too, That's, bastard.
3: Yeah, he looks good, and uh, Damn it. yeah, we got some questions here from Twitter. So you never know what you're going to get. And I, there it's a potpourri. So here we're going to we're going to we'll just dock a bunch of these out and just go till your time's up. It should be some fun shit here. Let's go for uh, it. Uh, regarding WWE, and here, so it's a three parter. And you can answer any or all of it uh, however you choose. Why did you leave WWE? Who told you you were going to be gone from WWE? Did you expect it was going to happen? And do you think there'll ever be a reconciliation?
2: Okay. First of all, I was fired. Second of all, Stephanie McMahon fired me third of all i did not know and last but not least you never say never in this business and it's it's just that it's business and many years have passed and time moves on and heals all wounds and you know hey you and i both were no strangers to be <laughs> fired by the mcmahon no. so you know it's like shit happens yep So, um, but yeah, that's it, man, I I was fired. I I was asked to leave and I left and it was time. Everything runs at course. I had a great run and I loved my time there. How long were you there? 22 years.
3: Another question here from Twitter, this is is a dandy. How do you describe Vince McMahon to a stranger?
2: Ooh, uh, a crazy genius uh... john layfield and i had this discussion not long ago talking about how people say that he's out of touch and that he's he's lost it he's this that and the other thing i remember those same comments about him in nineteen eighty four that he doesn't know what he's doing he's killing the wrestling business he doesn't have a clue um He's lost. He's lost his mind. I I don't know how many times I I heard it in the '90s or early 2000s while I was there. Look, I'll put his track record up against anybody, but it was always intense, and it was it was insane at times, but it was never boring.
3: You know, when I first came to work there and. uh... Uh, there was a time there in the early going, and then had my little interruption in service. I came back. Uh, it was here's my point: is riding in the car with him when our, when we go on the road to do TV before the airplane, before the chart, the Lear, and you know all the Black Beauty and all that stuff. We were flying commercial, uh, and we were renting a car, and he he always drove the car he was riding in. He drove, as best I recall. I might be wrong on that, but I think he drove most of the time, didn't he?
2: A lot of times, yeah, and then and then, and then when uh, like when we were doing raw and it was just like me, Vince and Pat. A lot of times he would have Pat drive. I would have to sit shotgun. and He would sit in the back in the bartender seat, and they would just uh, piss me off. That's where Pout Boy was born. Wow.
3: <laughs> but you know, you learn a lot of things about him. You know, he, he doesn't eat food with his hands. Uh, you know, I said one time, "I said you don't eat with your hands." He said, "Nope." I said, how in the hell do you eat ribs? How do you eat fried chicken? I don't. I don't. (laughs) How dare you infer I might eat fried fowl. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway.
2: How dare you insist I'm normal? God. Meat on a bone? Yeah.
3: And they fry it, you say.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I asked him one time he had the same thing about eating with his hands. Said, well, what about a sandwich? That doesn't count. I said, okay. How about pizza? I fold it over and I don't eat the part I touch.
3: Jeez, what the? Fuck? Oh, that's, yeah. that's way out of my leg buddy. Hey, uh, another question. This is an interesting question, and I get this a lot, and I don't really have a good answer. I hope you do. The invasion angle. Why did it not work, and what would you have done creatively? Uh, to increase its chances of working,
2: in my opinion, the reason it didn't work is because we didn't have what people associated WCW with. And due to, as you know, the contractual situations with AOL, Time Warner, with the big guys uh, like Goldberg and Hall and Nash, and all those guys that they had associated in the in that hot NWO run. Of WCW we didn't have any of those guys when they came over when we bought WCW Mm -hmm. we we didn't assume any of those contracts and I don't blame one single guy for for not wanting to make that jump when they had guaranteed money to sit at home Um, I think that's the biggest reason I I think that um, it was it was not the WCW that people wanted to see uh, coming
3: in I agree I it was
2: it was three initials
3: so the so to make it better we would have needed to have had access to Hogan and sting and and and, and Hall and Nash and, and and you know a few others of uh, uh, that uh, that uh, upper card group uh, to make it work and like you said you know and I was involved in that whole thing as, as well and it's just it, it didn't make any sense monetarily for us financially. It made no sense to add that debt to our, uh, to our, to our overhead when those guys really, none of them were jumping out of their skin to, to come to WWE at that time. They were very happy to stay home and make ridiculous amounts of, of weekly checks for just chilling and letting their contract, uh, run its course.
0: I love talking about our friend Steven Singer. I'll tell you the competition must really hate this guy. He just makes the experience of buying a diamond better and better, and he makes it fun. Steven is the very first to offer each and every customer the perfect price. That's right. Have you ever wondered if you're getting the best price? Are you uncomfortable negotiating? Well, head to Steven Singer Jewelers, and you're guaranteed to get the perfect price. You'll never pay more than the guy sitting next to you. Here's a little insider tip. Most jewelers mark their merchandise way up just to mark it down to make you feel like you're getting a deal, the guy next to you might be paying less. Do you want the most important purchase of your life to be based on your negotiating skills? That's not the case at Steven singer because at Steven singer jewelers. You're guaranteed to get the perfect price all day, every day, 365 days a year. That's why we trust Steven singer. He makes the experience of buying a diamond so easy. So check out Steven singer jewelers at the other corner of eighth and Walnut in Philly. Or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. Whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Having a home is hard work. So get a quote at GEICO.com. Easy.
2: Exactly. And and I think that the the audience didn't really understand that and and you can't explain that. You can't go on the air and say, Okay, folks, here here's the situation. And but that was the reality of it. And I'll never forget when we were sitting in the conference room at the T V studio and we were going over everything and got some of those numbers (laughs) and it was it was like not in a million years. And he said, we'll, we'll build our own. We'll make our own WCW. And it just, yeah, it just wasn't the same. It wasn't the WCW the audience knew. No. Sure or was. wanted.
3: Th- that, that was a key thing. The irony that we stole, will we get one really good pay-per-view out of it?
2: Yeah, if you want to call it a good one. But, yeah, that's about it. But, I
3: mean, uh, numbers-wise, didn't it have a, it. Did it yeah. do a, a good, a nice number? I don't know artistically how it was. I don't even remember that. But I know it seemed like it uh it, it, numbers wise, uh, it did it did a pretty nice uh, number of buys.
2: It, it did, and I, I want to say it was July that we did it. But it was essentially it was with our guys. It was with Austin and and those guys going over to the WCW side. Remember, mm-hmm. and and it was so yeah, <laughs> it was all our guys splitting up. But I think that the audience was hoping that okay, here's where they're going to bring in the big dogs, mm-hmm. and it never came.
3: Yeah, never. It never came, and unfortunately, uh, you know, it the, I just think that idea was a great idea uh, uh, conceptually. It's just we didn't have all the parts we needed to make it work, you know. Yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, do you have any? Is there any one angle that you look? Your 20 plus years there that you had a big hand in crafting that you're especially proud of? Is there any one story that kind of? Uh, or one angle, whatever you want to say, it kind of sticks out to you.
2: Holy cow! I, I probably the whole introduction of Kane and the the Undertaker and Kane being his brother's storyline and the culmination of that at uh, that was at an In Your House, I believe, at the first Hell in a Cell. That whole storyline is one that that I started from day one and laid out every little detail is as, as Jim Cornette would say and, and just the minute details mm-hmm. every every bit of it that was, that was a fun one for me I, I love to tell the story and you, you'll appreciate this uh, remember when Rock was hurt and he had gone out with a knee injury and wanted to bring him back in the nation mm-hmm. and I so, I so strongly felt that he should be a heel, and he did not want to be a heel. And, folks, this is breaking news. This is not Jim Ross telling you this. This is me telling you this because I was right there. It was Jim Ross's idea, and Jim Ross stole it from Dion Sanders, that The Rock referred to himself as The Rock <laughs> and referred to himself in third person. And it was from a promo that, that Dion Sanders had done. And you told me the whole promo, and remember, we got Rock on the phone and pitched him. And by God, I dare say that was the Rock was born there. Yeah,
3: he did pretty good with that little idea. You think so? <laughs> yeah. You know, the deal was I used to do interviews for the Falcons in '92, and Dion was on the Falcons, and I remember this because the the, the Atlanta just beats uh, Atlanta just beats uh, beat uh, Green Bay handily, and the last game of the Georgia Dome. Well, in '92. I broadcast the very first game in the Georgia dome in that whole season and so I go to practice and I'd ask uh, Dion if uh, if I could talk to primetime Time. It's, they're they're the same guy but you had to t- you had to talk to them differently you know like, hey Dion you gonna see prime time later oh yeah I'll see prime I said uh, you think he might be able to give me some time Thursday for the free game show uh jr I'll talk to prime Dion okay so so then I go do something else and I'll come back he said Hey, uh, I talked to Prime. Yeah, what'd he say? You're in. You're good for Thursday. Well, tell him I said thank you. <laughs> what the hell? Where, nice. where are we here? You know, So but anyway, it was, a, it was a running deal with him, and, and it just it seemed like that would work for, for Dwayne, and it did. You know, it worked out good. He, he, hey, look, it's one of those great things. It's like you laying out little pieces of nuance that are important to the story, imperative to the story, but the great thing for Kane and Undertaker for Glenn and Mark is that they both took the ownership and ran with it and exactly. made it even better and that's what you're always looking for for talent I think
2: yeah and and that's one, one of the things that uh, uh, I'd love to point out that when people you know there's a lot of guys that will either take credit for well I you know I did that I did this you know I always say the guy that is responsible for Stone Cold Steve Austin's success is a guy named Steve Williams Steve Austin Steve Austin is, success- is the, the reason Stone Cold took off. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson is the reason The Rock took off. Mick Foley's the reason. The guys, Triple H, Paul LeBeck, the, those guys made it happen. They did it. You could give the same material, the same input, the same everything to someone else. It wouldn't have been as good.
3: Well, you know, uh, you're right. You're right. And here's what, here's what perplexes me at times. Uh, and here's where the old guy in me comes out. Uh, I guess cranky is not cranky, but yeah. You know, here's what I don't understand. I don't understand that when you say that, like in this forum, or I write about it on my website, or other podcasts I do, when I say that we don't put the onus on talent enough as to why talent isn't getting over. Everything is is shifted to the creative or our administration in any company especially a wwe because they're the big dog of the yard everybody's looking at but i'm just of the belief that some talents could do a hell of a lot more than they are to get themselves over for example you watch monday night raw there's some very good talents from monday night raw there's also a lot of guys that are have are now finds themselves in positions on the road in the house shows to be on top but you watch their matches on tv and it's the same match every week right and whose fault is that, Bruce? It,
2: you know, I think that it's the onus is on the talent. I think the onus is on the talent to, to try and break away. Uh, I'm not saying that it, it's a double-edged sword, okay, because you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. But you go out there, you got live TV, and Steve Austin and The Rock are two perfect examples of. They were given suggestions on what to do, And sometimes if they liked them, they'd go do them. But there were times that other people didn't follow scripts and didn't follow the suggestions. And I said to both guys on different occasions, you know what? It's live. So if you're willing to go out there and take the chance and you feel you've got something better and you're willing to to risk that ash chewing afterwards, go for it. Because one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to shit the bed, you're going to get your ass chewed out backstage afterwards because it was horrible, or it's going to get over and they're going to come back and go, "God, that was great." Who wrote that? (laughs) You know what I mean? And and both those guys had the balls to go out and take chances and take risks. Now I get it, guys. The the retort is, well, no, if I if I go against what they told me to do and what they told me to say, then I'm going to get in trouble. Okay. They were in the same boat, but they had the balls to go out and they, they, they felt, and they believed enough in what they should have done. And they knew their character because they helped create it. They, their character was just an extension of them, that they were confident enough to go out and try something new and willing to take the risk of failure.
0: Okay. The cat's out of the bag. Now I can go ahead and share uh, Christmas man it was a hit at my house and it was all because of painterslife.com. Uh, Megan actually got her dad a very special painting done. I don't want to give a spoiler here, but I'm sure he'll post it eventually. It was incredible. But I also got my mom a painting of her dad, uh, my grandfather, and I got my dad a painting of his mom, my grandmother, of course. But I have uh, two very special cousins who are like uh, little brothers to me. And they lost their dad this past year. So I found a picture of all three of them together. I sent it over to PaintYourLife.com and boom, we had a very special painting done to honor their dad, my uncle. Uh, but I'm still not done. I got Megan a giant, I mean, a giant painting done uh, from our wedding. And now it's hanging in our dining room. I'm, I'm saying all of this to say PaintYourLife.com is not just a sponsor here for something to wrestle. It's something that is now fully ingrained in my family. And I want to mention, I paid for my paintings, but I got a great deal because I used a promo code wrestle. All I had to do was text the word wrestle to 64000. That's wrestle to 64000, and I was able to get 20% off my painting. And you can do that too. Now, what might you need in your life? Cuz you know, Christmas is in the rearview mirror. How about a a little special Valentine's day gift? What about a graduation present? What about an anniversary present? These are meaningful and powerful presents. It's not a gift card. It's not a tie. It's not socks. It's not, you know, the latest technology that will be outdated in six months or whatever the latest fad is that no one will ever remember. If your family hasn't been able to be together, like they might normally be together, this is the way to go. This is uh, it's incredible the emotion involved in unwrapping one of these. And in hindsight I should have recorded it because it was a tearjerker man. Everybody has something special in their life that they miss and paintyourlife.com can make it happen. They can even and I've seen some folks tag me on social media who heard me talk about this. They can even put family members together who never met. So maybe you had a grandfather or a grandmother who passed away and they never got a chance to meet their grandkids, but you can make it happen at painter life.com. In fact, the guy at the office had that exact same situation. His dad passed away a year ago. So this past Christmas, uh, he had a picture of his newborn, uh, in the arms of his dad done from painter and he gave it to his mom. Uh, this is a professional hand painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. You choose from a team of world-class artists. You work with them until every detail is perfect. They've got an easy user-friendly platform that allows you to get this custom made hand painted portrait process started in less than five minutes. And by the way, it's quick and easy. You're going to get the hand painted portrait in about three weeks, and you can send any picture. Yourself, your children, your family, a special place, a cherished pet. They can even combine photos. I cannot stress how big of a deal this is in my family and in my circle. We are big believers in Paint Your Life. And I, I want you to try it out, man. It's perfect for birthdays or anniversaries or wedding gifts. But if you're looking for something meaningful, if you're looking for something personal, if you're looking for something that'll be cherished forever, it's paintyourlife.com. And by the way, at PaintYourLife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money's refunded, guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, you can get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off, and free shipping. To get this special offer, just text the word Wrestle to 64,000. That's Wrestle to 64,000. Text Wrestle to 64,000. Paint your life and celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply available at paint forward slash terms again, text wrestle to 64,000. Yeah. That's a lot of guys don't want to do that. They don't want to gather
3: comfort zone. I watch, you know, I'm doing some commentary, uh, you know, unique, different commentary, new Japan for access. And I'm going to go to, uh, back over to England and do a pay-per-view on, uh, uh February the 12th. Uh, and, you know, it's a nice card. Kurt Angle versus uh, Alberto El Patron. They've never worked with each other before. It's allegedly, Kurt's last UK event. Uh, and which makes me think that maybe he's going to do something with WWE a little bit more deeper than the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Uh, or past the Hall of Fame, I should say. I don't know that either. It's just, I'm doing amateur detective work and assuming. Uh, because I love the dirt. Uh, <laughs> and so, anyway... Uh, my point is, guys can do more for themselves than than a lot of them are doing, and they have those same matches every week. Tells me that they found their comfort zone. And those guys that are newly minted quote unquote main eventers are going on the road right now for the Raw and SmackDown brand, and they're and they're wrestling before a half less. Than, let's put it this way: they're wrestling before less than sellout crowds most nights for the live events. Am I right? Exactly. So if you're happy to be headlining a half-full building and you're cool with that, then uh, okay. But I can promise you that the system is desperately looking for guys that aren't happy with that, that want to be the Stone Cold guy or the Undertaker guy or the Triple H, whomever, and close the show with an ass every 18 inches. Am I right or wrong?
2: It makes it's It just makes sense. And the guys think that someone else created that because you know, different folks have have taken credit for it, and 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 people love to look at it and say, okay, well, uh, I wrote that, I did that, or you know, I'm I'm the one that gave Steve Austin a ride to his first match, so it's really my my <laughs> doing. Look, the the guys that are in between the ropes and the guys that have the microphone in their hands, it's up to them to shit or get off the pot. And some guys just can't do it, and other guys flourish. And if they have the confidence to get out there without a script in their hand and without an original thought, then they'll make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just just have some balls and, and jump out, as you say, out of your comfort zone and go. And it, it's the, the mark of when you watch the president and you see um, – bill clinton was a master at this i'm not a big bill clinton fan but bill clinton's teleprompter goes out that some bitch didn't miss a beat no obama's teleprompter went out he was lost and those are the guys that you sit there and you look at And clinton had charisma and clinton had that you know he he did he knew what he wanted to he knew his message he believed in his message and he could tell you whether it was written out in front of him or not and The same thing with the talent. If the guys actually believe who the hell they are and it's just an extension of themselves, then the audience will believe it as well.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. I saw a funny thing on Facebook the other day at the inauguration. Hillary caught Bill eyeballing Ivanka Trump. (laughs) Or Ivanka, whatever her name is. Ivanka. Ivanka, Ivanka, whatever, yeah. The daughter, yeah. Yeah, the daughter. And uh, so uh, she caught him, I mean, red-handed, busted him big time. And the, her face expression uh, was absolutely priceless, like, you son of a bitch, you dirty son. Can you just, for just one, just one function, can you just stop? Put it, put it back in your pants and just stop it. It's funny stuff. Uh, did you work with Trump
2: at all? I did. Uh, I did. I worked, with, I worked with Trump all the way back to 88 when we did the WrestleMania 4 and 5 in well, Atlantic City.
3: Well, let's do this. Uh, let's take a real quick break and uh, sell something. Uh, and because uh, baby needs new shoes you dirty bastard you, you egg sucking dog Pritchard uh, I will be back with Bruce he's not an egg sucking dog Terry Funk may be an egg sucking dog but Bruce is not and we'll talk to him more about some uh, more brother love stuff and uh, Donald Trump how about that you're listening to the Ross Report back with Bruce Pritchard you can follow him on uh, Twitter at Bruce Pritchard P-R-I-C-H-A-R-D no T uh, and uh, at Pritchard Show, right, Bruce?
2: That's right. Uh,
3: great podcast. Drops every Friday, folks. Uh, something to wrestle with, Bruce, Bruce Pritchard. It's, can you put your goddamn name anymore on everything you're doing?
2: <laughs> Call Brandon, kid.
3: <laughs> okay, before the break, I, I mentioned, you know, uh, Trump and McMahon had their, had their big thing, the, the billionaire haircutting gimmick, in 2007 and the only reason that I can remember that is egocentrically it 2007 was the year that Lawler and I went to the Hall of Fame together Dusty was the uh, star of the class Nick Bonkwinkle was in the class uh, Samoans Sheik uh, uh, i leaving out somebody God dang it oh Mr. Perfect so it was a hell of a class uh, but the Battle of the Billionaires was the next day there in Detroit uh, I remember that the event outdrew the Super Bowl, which was also in that venue earlier in the year. Uh, so it was a big success, big buy rate, uh, and uh, you know it was what it was. And that 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 footage will now live, even have bigger legs because it involves the current president of the United States taking a stunner and et cetera, et cetera. What was your experience like working with the Donald?
2: Absolutely great, and I go back. Like I said earlier, to 1988 with him, WrestleMania Four and WrestleMania Five at the Trump Plaza there in Atlantic City. He was a good guy. He was easy to work with. The only thing was he hated to shake hands. And I always used to, because you know, I, I don't like to mess with people at all. Um, I used to stick my hand right in his belly to try and get him to shake my hand. <laughs> where he just had no choice. They're like, hey, man, hey, buddy, I good to see you. And um, and then later on through the years, different events and different things, uh, he was with us at WrestleMania seven uh, with Marla Maples. And he just he he was easy, man. He was a good guy, great businessman, and of course for the entire promotion up until WrestleMania there in Detroit. Um, I was responsible for babysitting the Donald and doing all those segments with him. He, He got there early and on time. He was where he needed to be, when he needed to be there. But the one thing that really impressed me the most, he had his private dressing room away from everybody, but he would come and hang out in the common area and watch the monitor with the boys. He wasn't a prima donna. He had every opportunity to be, and he would he would come hang out with everybody and just be one of the boys. So I found him easy to deal with and uh, extremely intelligent and a very nice man, and I had the pleasure of meeting his kids there in New York, several of the press conferences that we did there in Trump Tower, I guess. And he was easy, man. Um, I got no complaints. Yeah.
0: If you're a business owner, you don't need to tell us that running a business is tough. But you might be making it harder on yourself than is really necessary. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. It's time to upgrade to NetSuite. Stop paying for multiple systems that don't give you the information you need when you need it. Ditch those spreadsheets and all the old software that you've now outgrown. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need all in one place instantaneously. Whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in revenue, save both time and money with NetSuite. Join more than 24,000 other companies using NetSuite right now. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com slash wrestle. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com forward slash wrestle. That's netsuite.com forward slash wrestle. I try to, you know,
3: make arounds and say hello and be polite, old school stuff. And he was always interested in what was going on. And he, he made a couple of positive comments about my work. Because once he got on TV, you know, he was going to watch his stuff. Yeah. And uh, hey, he had the balls. And a lot of people don't realize how challenging this is. But, you know, for somebody that, you know, I'm not going to say Donald's not a great athlete. I don't think he is. Uh, I certainly was not. And when I had to get into matches or get in, do physical things, I was always really uncomfortable doing it. Not because I felt like it was beneath me, because I, by God, just wasn't very good at it. And I didn't want to, you know. I wasn't trained at it. My bumps were horrible. My punches were bad and stiff and ugly, all that stuff. So, but he had the courage, Bruce, to take a stunner. He did the Luthes Press on McMahon outside the ring one night at one Raw. Yep. You know, uh, he he was willing to try things, and uh, so I had I handed to him for that. He he wanted to be on the team, and he was real willing to play his role and do his role. So I'm just holding out hope that maybe he could be a, a good president. Jim Cornette's not gonna to listen to the show. God
0: damn! to <laughs> Trump, fuck uh, Jr. I thought you were my friend. Yeah. I know Bruce is a goddamn
2: Republican, but you. <laughs> yeah. Uh.
3: So anyhow, uh, I thought he was a nice guy, and uh, so uh, hey, look, I think he he did that defiant Steve Austin gimmick. You know, he, I I said this before. I, or your point is, in this well, Mark Branding, you're doing a great job branding your stuff. He, how's he gonna become more identifiable with a common man? Better than putting on a baseball cap that says "Let's Make America Great Again" like he had them printed at Walmart. Exactly. He's got these customized, custom-made suits and a baseball cap, a trucker's cap, you know, <laughs> whatever. And I told somebody this the other day. I said he got that idea from Austin, I believe. He saw Austin wore those caps. He identified all the common guys and the majority of the audience. That's what Trump wanted to do. Austin was a nonconformist. Austin was an anti-establishment guy. That's what Trump's trying to. That's what his deal was against poli- the political professional politicians. So, uh, I, I think he's a pretty shrewd cookie, quite frankly.
2: Yeah, I do too. And hey, folks, he, he's our president right now. So, I think the whole idea is let let's get behind and give him a chance, and let's let's hope he does good. Yeah, yeah. Because if he does good, that's good for everybody. Bingo!
3: Yeah, there you go. And and but I think that we're we're doomed for. Uh, Crazy social media memes, or what they call them, and all these other little things that they do. Uh, you know, he's he's just a target. He's always going. He's going to be that way for the next four years, and and then you know you never know what's going to happen at that at that point. Hey, uh, it's kind of a funky segue, but kind of goes hand in hand with our judicial system in the wrestling business. Did you ever witness or attend any wrestler court wrestling wrestlers court uh, sessions? Yes. I uh, see. I never did because. When I got in so more so much involved in talent relations, it would not have been a good thing for me to be hanging around there watching somebody get uh, bullied.
2: <laughs> basically... Well, they, hey, they had representation. <coughs> there I'm... was representation. There was a judge.
3: Now, Taker was always the judge, right? Usually, yeah. And was it JBL, John, the prosecuting attorney?
2: Sometimes, or yeah. And you had Ron Simmons as sergeant-at-arms and...
3: Who was the who normally defended the the, uh, the the accused?
2: That was their choice. Whoever they chose, it depended.
3: Did they ever? Did, they, did okay for this way? Did the accused ever win a case? No. Okay. No. So now the story, the plot unfolds.
2: So no, not that I can ever remember. If charges were brought. It was usually best to settle out of court.
3: Yeah, and those settlements normally uh, in, involved Jack Daniels.
2: If they were smart, it did.
3: That was Taker's preferred drink at that time was Jack Daniels.
2: Yep. Yep, Jack Daniels and uh in cases of beer were usually a good idea.
3: Yeah, so but you know the, the the issue is is that we're kidding about some of this stuff. Quite frankly, more often than not, the succeeding emotions after the wrestler's court were positive ones. Guys got a little laugh, they blew a little steam off, they got some free beer, uh they were somewhat happy. I never saw it being a bad thing. Now, if you had guys like, if the court was in charge by, like, uh, Mr. Fuji or Davy Boy Smith or the oh. Dynamite Kid, if they were the prosecutors, the judge, and the jury, we may have a little different ballgame here.
2: This is true. Yeah, this is true. And and I always used to say, too, I would rather have had the the boys policing themselves than having to have one of us have to step in and, and reprimand him. It was, I just felt it was a better atmosphere yeah. when, you had, when you had the guys just kind of looking out for each other and policing their own stuff.
3: Not that I would ever do this, but somebody might have suggested some of those guys, said, look, when, when the show's over, why don't you just go to the hotel, uh, <laughs> smoke a joint, order a pizza or a salad or a tofu, I don't give a damn. Just stay out of the stay out of the strip clubs. You're not going to win there. But you know, I didn't. What did Jerry? What would Jerry Jarrett say? Well, you know.
2: Well, you know, huh? <laughs> he liked some chicken salad, you know, with the with the pecans. Yeah. God. That that that's another one. I've got. I actually have a chicken salad T-shirt because Conrad was so tickled telling the story about Jerry. Telling Jane, remember Jane, the chef at Vince's house? Yeah. Telling her how to make chicken salad because he didn't think she knew how to make chicken salad because she just made healthy stuff for Vince. Yeah, And she was so offended and so just, <laughs> she was shaking. She was so mad. That man telling me how to make chicken salad. I can make a chicken salad. Blow his mind. That's just not allowed in this house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You're right. You're right. Man wrestling was one of the best parts of being a kid. I used to watch every single Saturday morning. It feels like it was a routine in the house. You wake up, you do a little Saturday morning cartoons. You break out the big bowl of cereal. And right after the cartoons are over, it's time for some wrestling. Growing up, man, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. But eventually we have to give it up because we realize it's full of sugar and a bunch of other junk you probably shouldn't be eating. And if you're like me and everyone else in the new year, you're trying to cut down on carbs and sugar and unhealthy food. But you're probably thinking, I can't eat anything anymore. If you've been drinking protein shakes or powders for years, I finally found a delicious way to get your protein in before or after your workouts. Of course, I'm talking about Magic Spoon. And here's the thing, man. We're all trying to eat better right now, but a healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. You see, Magic Spoon has all the amazing flavors you love, but none of the bad stuff. Don't take my word for it. Check this out. Zero sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. They're only 140 calories a serving, and it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. They offer an incredible variety pack, and check this out. There's a new flavor. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut, peanut butter. Uh, This is a a household favorite at my house. I got to tell you, we have uh, been rocking the cocoa pretty consistently. The girls usually fight over it but the peanut butter boy, it's the new crown jewel. Check it out. Go to magicspoon.com forward slash wrestle right now and grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our very special promo code wrestle at checkout. You'll save $5 off your order. By the way, magic spoon is so confident in their product They give you a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. However, you need to remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com forward slash wrestle. Use the promo code wrestle to save $5 off. That's magicspoon.com forward slash wrestle. And the promo code is wrestle to save five bucks off. And we thank magic spoon for sponsoring this podcast and awesome breakfast. Hey, Bruce, didn't to give you a quick shout out. We, uh, have recently been talking a little bit more about the importance of having a money guy here on some of my shows, and I just casually mentioned that you're using friend of the show Lenny Bakken, uh, who I think is on Twitter. Let me see if I can find his handle. Uh, I interact with him all the time, but I sometimes forget his handle. Thank goodness for autocorrect every now and again. L e n n y b a k k e n. Anyway, yeah, there he is. Lenny Bakken is a financial advisor. He's your money guy and uh, everybody on these various shows talks a little bit about the importance of having a money guy jim ross's money guy has been uh well established now for 20 years and uh, of course we've heard the famous story from Arn anderson about when he was uh, coming to grips with the reality that this surgery he had in 97 was going to be the end of his career he thought man this might be the end of my whole life uh thank goodness he had a money guy anyway just wanted to a minute to uh, send a shout out to you, Bruce, because I know that you've used Lenny for a while now and and put him over big to me off there. And then I just mentioned it on the show and I'm starting to get people DMing me saying, Hey man, Lenny is really hooking me up. So friends helping friends here on the show and uh, a friend of the show, Lenny Bakken makes it possible. So if you haven't already check him out on Twitter, he's a fun dude to follow. He's at Lenny Bakken, and uh, he's a big fan of everything we're doing over at adfreeshows.com. Big wrestling fan, and you see his profile picture is him and Arn and then his header is uh, me, him, and Bruce at the first live something to wrestle. God, it feels like 100 years ago. And one day, you, you'll look back and, and think about that, maybe with your money and Lenny. So shout out to Lenny, man. Uh, I love when, when we have these success stories. Friends helping friends through wrestling.
3: Come on. Hey, Dad. When you were Brother Love, was there a Brother Love segment that you, that you said if you're if if your son if Kane or, or Amber your son or daughter want to say that they have it, but let's say they, hey Dad, show us show us uh, show my buddies what you did as Brother Love. Is there one Brother Love bit or two that you would pick out of that group to show them?
2: Saturday night's main event with Hulk Hogan, where it was with Slick and the Big Boss Man and Hogan was the first one to get his hands on me and ended up handcuffing me and clotheslining me over the top rope and all that that was being, you know, being in the business at the time uh, probably I guess whatever it was 15 years or something like that and I'd never really taken bumps other than as a referee and to be in the ring with the biggest star in the business and he was white hot at the time and I was white hot as a heel because I I got a lot of heat and Vince forbid anybody to touch me because he was saving me for Hogan. Smart. And finally when Hogan put his hands on me it, we were in the uh, Acro Arena in Sacramento and it's a, one of those arenas that goes straight up, and so mm-hmm. it, it feels like the people are right on top of you. Yep. And it was absolutely electric. Um, but it was a great segment. Just working with him, I loved working with Hogan, and and probably the the other one would be WrestleMania Five with uh, Roddy Piper.
3: Two greats, man. Two greats, Piper and Hogan. Yep. And do you think? Do you think Hogan will? End up getting a invite to get back in the in the family.
2: Yes, I did Me too. I think it's just a matter of time.
3: And do you do you agree or not that it's it's deserved or it's it should be it should happen?
2: I do think it should happen. I, I think he made a horrible mistake, and he's paid the price. And I think it's time to forgive and, and move forward.
3: Well, uh, look, this could be said about most people and pretty much everybody that I know. If we Went through periods of our life, Bruce, where it was the social media camera phone generation, as it is now. I don't know where in the hell I don't know how you and I would even have jobs working (laughs) for any any decent human beings. This is true. Really, I mean, you know, you you were in a showbiz world, a kind of a C or D. Not you, all of us, a kind of a C or D list, kind of a celebrity list. You know, and we we had our we, we had our own little world. We we were able to live in the wrestling world that either Watts created or Bosch created or, or Vince, whomever. And all those promoters were kind of, kind of unique dudes. They create their own world to live in because they really didn't function that great outside their world.
2: Wow, well, it's funny you say that. Cause I, I did a, a, another podcast earlier today and the guy asked me a question and I, I made the comment. I said, you don't understand. I've really just been exposed to the real world in the last few years of my life. We didn't live in the real world. We lived in a bubble. Yeah. And when you get outside of that bubble, it's it's just different. You know, last few years, being able to, to be a part of my kids growing up and be able to go to their soccer games and go to their wrestling matches, that's been great because I didn't always get to do that. I was on the road. Yeah and it's pretty damn cool
3: yeah absolutely hey uh before i forget and we've got more to go here but i want to also mention about your kids your daughter amber uh is tearing up in amateur wrestling and uh she was mvp of a, a tournament recently uh and your your boy kane is not a, he's not a wrestling devotee but are you surprised it's the girl that's the wrestling fan and not the
0: son <laughs>
2: A little bit, but, but Kane wrestled his freshman year and ended up breaking his arm uh, really bad, a compound fracture, and he's got two rods and about 13 uh, screws and different things holding his arm together. So he kind of fell out of love with it, and he loves soccer. He's good at soccer, and he enjoys doing that, so it's uh, he's found his niche, but she... If you had told me my little baby girl was going to be a wrestler, much less uh, a little badass like she is right now, I'd said, not my daughter. Um, hey, pal. Yeah. Hey, pal. Hang on. Where are you putting those hands? I don't have to worry about that because she'll kick some guy's ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what if uh, little Amber wants to be a, a WWE women's wrestler? Is that cool? Sure. Because you know it could happen. <laughs> right? It could happen.
2: It could, but but I hope not. I, I wouldn't want, I, and that's terrible for me to say. I would not put it this way. I wouldn't stop her. I'm not sure I'd really encourage it because it's a hard life, and I and I would want. It is that's a, hard a life. tough one. That's a tough one.
3: They've done a nice job there, though, Bruce, with the uh, marketing and promoting the women.
2: Don't oh, you? I agree. And they got some studs in there now, man. Those girls are just kicking ass. And I I enjoy watching them just, you, and it's not like, you know, Oh, you, I don't mean to sound demeaning, but there was a time that the women's division, it was just an attraction and kind of a side deal. Now it's, they're part of the story, and I think it's great because guess what? It's 50% of the population.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, the other thing is that, whether there's a there's a polarized Ronda Rousey's also polarizing, but I I look at this whole thing, Ronda Rousey's emergence as a mega star had has some influence on hey we could do the same thing that usc's doing if we give this division some legitimacy and and they're going to be sexy good looking women uh, what what's Vince deal is strong sexy and powerful or
2: strong sexy powerful yeah. Oh God! Yeah. Every time you say it, yeah, yeah,
3: you got to and you if you you got to say it all together, yes, all it, one word doesn't work. You got to do all three every time. Oh my God! <laughs> so uh, anyway, say it, yeah. say
2: it, Jr. Say
3: it, <laughs> boy. Have I heard that before? Uh, <laughs> but I think they've done a hell of a job, and I think Ronda Rousey's a posi- uh, popularity has helped it a little bit. And speaking of her. You know, our friend Jonathan Coachman uh, said that you know he believes that you know she's dead in the water as a as a marketing marketable uh, athlete celebrity personality, and that WWE would not even look at her. I think that's what he said. Wouldn't he? Would not seriously consider using her, utilizing her? And I said, not to just to throw shade on Coach because I like Coach, but I disagree because I believe that this man can recreate, reheat, you know, anybody he wants. Look, Mike Tyson was. On the scrap heap, and
2: so I was just going to say,
3: and and Lawrence Taylor couldn't get work. So for the time that he that Vince devoted on those talents, for example, just two of those guys. Look at uh, look at how he, he he created that whole image for uh, Floyd Mayweather and Big Show. It, I, I, I could imagine if you other meetings that you and I were in with with let's say Cowboy or Ernie or let's say Ernie brought the idea to Cowboy for uh, Big Show to have a. Uh, a worked fight with Floyd Mayweather, 140 pounds, and big shows 400. Cowboy would have gone crazy. Oh yeah, you, you're exposing the business. You're you're an idiot. You know, I didn't know hired a dumbass. Blah 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 blah. blah all the stuff you know, I've heard a lot, directed to us. But Vince could make Ronda Rousey a massive star for a one-off very easily. Don't you believe?
2: Am oh, I wrong? I think he, not only that, he would make her a huge star in our world and in the outside world, but I think he would make her relevant again in the UFC game. Yeah. About what he could do with her.
3: I agree. I I just think that she's really, really, uh, she still has a fan base. Her last pay-per-view did over a million buys. She has a fan base that have invested emotionally in her, and so I think they would transfer that fandom to the next arena she goes to
2: look at Brock Lesnar. When Brock had lost his last fight and retired, everybody said damaged goods, he'll never be back, no one will ever pay to uh, see him. And he comes back and drew the kind of numbers that he did. And it's... Yeah, it's... It's there. <laughs> it's easy. It really is. And she will be a bigger star. I'd I like to use the example when when the rock was gone and Rock was using the name Dwayne Johnson. You know, he was not calling himself The Rock. And they did, uh, they brought him back, and I guess, was it WrestleMania in Houston? No, it wasn't. It was after that. Uh, Another WrestleMania. But my son was maybe 10 at the time, and he said to me, he goes, Hey, that's really cool that uh, WWE finally got got, uh, Dwayne, come and do something with them. And I just was it would, it would have been in uh two thousand and eleven, whenever he came back. And I, I remember I talked to Vince around that time and we were talking about something I said, Hey I gotta share with you what my son said. He thought it was pretty cool that you guys could get Dwayne Johnson to do something for WrestleMania. <laughs> and he said, God damn pal.
0: <laughs> you
2: know, we take that for granted. Uh, I said, yeah. I said, but that's your audience that that doesn't Rock's been away. Yeah. He doesn't know Rock, but he knows Dwayne Johnson.
0: Here's a pro tip for twenty twenty one. You need secure and private access to the internet. A VPN service provides you a secure encrypted tunnel for online traffic to flow. Nobody can see through the tunnel and get their hands on your internet data. NordVPN is the best VPN if you're looking for peace of mind when you use public Wi Fi, access your personal or work accounts on the road, or you want to keep your browsing history to yourself. Protect all your devices. Do you use Windows at work, Mac OS at home, or maybe Linux for your special projects? No problem. There's a NordVPN application for each of these, plus apps for iOS, Android, and Android TV. Oh, and also encrypted proxy extensions for Chrome and Firefox. Perhaps best of all, with one NordVPN account, you can secure up to six devices at the same time. And we should mention, you're going to be enjoying a fast and stable connection anywhere. Buffering is really the ultimate buzzkill, so streaming or downloading files with a slow internet connection is just not an option. No worries. You just need a VPN service, that offers a fast connection with no limits on bandwidth. You need Nord VPN choose from over 5,500 Nord VPN servers in 59 countries and enjoy the fastest VPN experience. Having more servers means less load and the wide variety of locations means there's a higher chance you'll find one nearby. Let's recap. We're talking 5,200 plus super fast servers across 59 countries. You'll be able to unlock Netflix and your favorite entertainment websites. They even get you a 30 day money back guarantee. It's going to protect your data while traveling or you're in public. I'm talking everywhere from airports to coffee shops. And don't forget, you've also got a cyber sex suite, which almost acts as an ad blocker. There's a faster connection with Nord links. And of course there's no data logging. It's a big deal. There's also 24 seven customer support, live chat, emails, whatever you need. And one more time, you get to do this with up to six simultaneous connections. So all your devices are covered. Six double your data encryption for increased anonymity, which, uh, considering what all we've seen in the wrestling space in the last few years, probably not a bad thing. We also should remind you, this is compatible with just about every operating system. If you're using windows like me, maybe you're hardcore and you like Linux, or perhaps you've got one of those iOS or Android devices you're all covered here with NordVPN. This unlimited bandwidth has an automatic kill switch, and NordVPN has an extension for the Chrome browser, which is lightweight and user friendly from the very first click. We're talking secured browsing in seconds. Hey, and listen up we've got a special Christmas deal for our listeners. Every purchase of a two year NordVPN plan will get you four additional months free. Go to nordvpn.com forward slash wrestle and use the coupon wrestle at checkout. That's nordvpn, N-O-R-D-V-P-N dot slash wrestle. And be sure to use that code wrestle for four free months with the purchase of a two-year plan. That's nordvpn.com slash wrestle. And the code is wrestle nordvpn.com forward slash wrestle. And the code is wrestle. It's challenging sometimes to make clear
3: just how important WrestleMania is to WWE. And it's not just because of the money that it can and usually does uh, earn, but it's a, it's almost a, uh, I don't know. it's almost, is, is the beginning of a season or the end of a season, or is it both? It's like that whole building. There's nothing more important on, in any department than, the success of wrestlemania within their given areas it's pretty amazing isn't
2: it it, it really is and you're right it, it is both and i look at it and it, it has it has almost become it's not but it's almost become a phone-in for the sellout and all the events and somebody says well yeah it's easy you know they just go in and do it do what they do it's like the Super Bowl. Oh, you just you know you set up fan access. You have a couple shows. You do the Hall of Fame. You do whatever you do. They have no idea the amount of manpower and hours that go in to planning that week. Amazing, it, and it is you know and it grows every year.
3: It does, and they and they keep doing a, 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 just an amazing job uh, every year. Uh, I thought last year was one of the most scenic, uh, breathtaking. You know, WrestleMania's I don't know if the card was such an artistic success, but that's you know, it's always hit or miss. It's creative. That's what it is. It's, it you don't all stick on the wall. Some do, Some right. some slides down to the to the, to the floor. Done. Uh, but I thought that the look of that stadium in Dallas, or, you know, Arlington, absolutely amazing. And uh, WrestleMania this year in Orlando, the stadium's been the Citrus Bowl's been renovated. Camping World Stadium, I think it's called. And uh, were you there at 24? You were, weren't you?
2: I was. Yes, I was.
3: And I say that like I'm an, I'm an idiot, like a you know, Jr. Senile. But look, you and I came and went a hey. few times.
2: Exactly.
3: You know, so I, I had a couple of, I say, I always use the term, like the cable guys, have an interruption in my service. Uh, but, or
2: not, you're on hiatus, pal.
3: Yeah. I love going, I think I visited Snoop's tent about four times that day. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Then then for some mysterious reason, ladies and gentlemen, I felt the urge to go to catering and and migrate right to the dessert table.
2: They had brownies, yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. No, I'm going to be back in Orlando, man. We're doing a live show. Conrad and I are going to do a live show there at Back Booth Saturday night beforehand. I know you're doing two of them there. Yeah. And we're we're just about sold out, hopefully by the time this thing airs. I think we'll be sold out. How
3: do they get tickets? They want
2: to, I, I would If they are, you go to notarib.com. Not a to get tickets and um, better hurry. Right. Uh, it would be a good thing if they call if they went there and they were sold out. That'd be an awesome thing. Tickets
3: but, uh, are limited, folks. It, 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 tickets are limited. Yeah, we we play these. We're not playing a stadium. Bruce's show's <laughs> not a stadium, nor nor is mine. If my st- my show doesn't do well, I'll just have the damn thing in my room. There you go. Uh, but uh, so you're going to tell me again? It's on. Uh, what nights it
2: on? It's it's on uh, Saturday night, right after NXT. So it's going to go on about eleven thirty at night on Saturday night. We're going to wait till NXT is finished up. It's two blocks from the Amway uh, Center downtown, okay. and um, it's at a club there. And we're going to have some fun and have a few special guests and all that good stuff. So,
3: so uh, the event at WrestleMania is there, and all for all this information. You can go to Bruce's website, brucepritchard.com. That's it. Well, listen, I think we've covered everything. We've got, is there anything else that your, your show drops on Fridays, mlwradio.com. Hey, uh, tell me, now I know you're, you do uh, Funk and you do Dusty and Barnett. We both do this, We both do a lot of the same people because they've been such a big part of our life. Exactly. You know, that's all that is. It's, just, it's not meant to be mean-spirited or harmful. Uh, but do you also do me?
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I, I do you. I do I, I, one of my favorites, and I oh, Jim, yeah, if you haven't seen it, you do have to check out Pritcher dot com because I, you know, Michael, and I credit Brian Gwerts with this. But whenever we would see Michael, kind of like walking down the hall with his hair flowing and his fanny pack on and his big, um, unique attire. Uh-huh. We just kinda of look and then Brian started going, well, you know, look here comes Michael. A doop, 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 doop. And that kinda of just described Michael in a phrase. Do do <laughs> So I told some Michael stories. I well, hell, you know, goddamn boy, do and as I'm telling the story, somebody sends me an interview that Hunter did About cutting his hair off. And they said, Well, what made you? I think he did did it with Jericho. What was the decision to cut your hair off? He says, Well, you know, I got to thinking about being an executive in the office, and I didn't want to be an executive with, you know, hair hanging down to my ass wearing a fanny pack like Michael Hayes. Do, do, do. Wow. And I died. And Conrad Thomas goes, Man, that's a shirt. And. We did a rip-off of, of the Freebird bird old Bad Street USA <laughs> shirt with doot-doot-doot on it. And it's hilarious to me. And, and, and of course I do, Paul Heyman, sir, if I may have another volley. <laughs> I am in New York City right now as we speak, Mr. Ross. <laughs> yeah. The temperature is uh, 34 degrees and 134 and one-half degrees, sir. <laughs> if I may have another volley.
3: He's a classic man.
2: He's yes. classic. You know, and and of course, you know, I do Pat, but my Pat Patterson kind of sounds like uh, Luigi in a pizzeria. Yeah, At a better case, and a and, 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 and Jim Ross, the Jim If you only wanted the hat, oh my God, we love you. And a better case, you know. <laughs> yeah. But they don't know that Pat actually does sound like Luigi in an Italian pizza party. You're,
3: you're exactly right. You're exactly right. <laughs> well, hey, they're all they're all great people from our past and our present, and hopefully, uh, at least for a while longer, for our future, good good people. And uh, hey, look, man, I'm really happy for your success. You and Conrad, have a great show. We'll get you back on this, here again one of these times. We got a lot of things we can talk about. But nonetheless, uh, all I got if you if I know what you're doing, I'm happy to promote it. I want you to be as successful as you can, and uh, I, I know you feel the same way. So
2: same here. We always start up. <laughs> we usually start our show off, just kind of plugging the good ones, and uh, you. And we always talk about you and Austin and uh, Ryback. Actually, By God, he's he's opinionated as hell, and getting out there with his show, and and it's all good, man. I I, I love it because it, it, it's not competition. It, it's just. Getting the genre out there.
3: Have you listened to uh, Lance Storm and Don Callis?
2: I haven't, but I heard it's good. Very good.
3: It's very, very good, and they're extremely smart. They have uh, really unique uh, uh, points of view, and and of course, uh, they both have very distinct, uh, but very prominent senses of humor. And I really, uh, it's really an en- enjoyable. That's on the Chris Jericho, the Mighty Chris Jericho Network on Podcast One, and of course. You know, we talked about Austin's uh, podcast still kind of the I would I would guess, I'm not sure. I would guess Steve's podcast is still his two shows are still kind of the the mac daddy of the of the business and I don't know that, but I'm I'm guessing.
2: Well, Steve's the mac daddy. And you know, he, talking about Jericho dude. I think Jericho's doing some of his best work right now.
3: No doubt. No doubt, and he's not afraid. As we talked about earlier, he's got balls. He's not afraid to take a chance, and he's also not afraid to stick his neck out there creatively to see if something's going to work or not.
2: Exactly, that's what it takes. Yeah,
3: absolutely. The well, still relevant. Yep. Uh, WrestleMania. Look for Bruce and Conrad down there, folks. Uh, check out the podcast. Uh, Something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard every Friday, and uh, it's a great podcast. I wholeheartedly uh, suggest that you look at it. And are you guys getting any closer to doing two shows a week, or are you going to stick with one, or do you know?
2: Right now we're going to stick with one, but we, we may end up doing uh, doing a second show, and we're, we're investigating that as we speak.
3: Good. Well, good luck on it. And uh, keep up the good work, best of the family, and I really do appreciate you coming on. And, uh, you know, if there's anything I can do for you guys, you know it's just a, I'm a phone call away, buddy. Same to you, Jim. Love you, and thank you for having me. My thanks again to my friend, Brother Love,
0: Bruce Pritchard. All right, now for something a little different. You're all familiar by now with the most hated jeweler in America. Uh but that's a bit of a rib as we say in the wrestling business because Steven Singer is with us and boy Steven, we need some good news and you have some great news about what you guys are doing over at ihatestevensinger.com.
1: We do. First of all, thanks for having me. It's great to see you. It's even if we have to do it via Skype. I wish I was there with you in person and I can't wait till this Stupid virus is done and we don't have to be in space suits and I could hang out with you in person <laughs> and uh, we could have some fun. I have to tell you, before we start, you've made me into a hero because my nephew and all his friends, when I told him what I'm doing today and who I'm talking to, they are unbelievable, giant wrestling fans. Oh, cool. said, you're kidding me. You're going to talk to him this. I said, yeah. So I became, you know, before I was a loser. <laughs> now I'm like a popular guy with these guys. I'm, I'm way up there now. You know what I mean? With that. And I showed him some of the pictures and the memorabilia and different things. And man, oh man, I became a hero overnight. It was just like, I'm climbing in a ring with you. So I thank you for that. No, that man, great. thank
0: you. And listen, I, I want to thank you because I get tagged in tweets every day with listeners who took advantage of your new rose this year, which is a, a bit of a Valentine's day tradition. And, uh, you've got some really cool stuff coming up for mother's day, but really what you're doing to give back right now, when we're all in. I don't know, uh, uncharted territory with this virus. It's pretty phenomenal. And, and I'm glad we get to talk about that today. Tell everybody what you're doing.
1: Well, thank you so much for that. Well, this actually happened as an accident. Um, last March when they first shut down the country because of this, this virus and the coronavirus, and nobody really knew what was going on. We decided that we were going to take all of our sales from March through May to mother's day. And we were going to take a portion of it and go to local restaurants. And local hospitals in our backyard, which in this case is Philly, New York, New Jersey, Harrisburg, you know, Washington, Baltimore, like in our kind of regional area, and um, try to reward these frontline heroes, you know, the doctors, the nurses, the technicians. Um, I mean, people that wheel you in the chair, everybody that works in the hospital that's going into this and they, they're going, wearing all masks up and they're wearing all kinds of stuff, you know, to to do it. And they're like firemen or police running into it. You know what I mean? And everybody else is trying to stay home and stay away from everybody. So we, we go to these local restaurants. Um, somebody orders a gift from us. We take a portion of that. You don't have to do a thing. It's automatic. Every single thing that anybody buys, whether it's a $50,000 got diamond engagement ring, a $59 rose, a hundred dollar, doesn't matter what it is. We take a portion of it. We go to a local restaurant, like a small independent restaurant. We have them cater it and we feed the whole hospital, all the doctors, all the nurses, everybody that's in that hospital and they do it safely. You know, their individual stuff, like Thanksgiving, we did it. We did it Christmas. We did it New Year's. We're going to do it Valentine's Day. um, And then we do it every week in addition to it, but especially the holidays. Right. So for Valentine's Day, we have heart shaped pizzas that we had made That's and get, all the hospitals are getting heart shaped pizzas. They're getting heart shaped cakes, all kinds of heart shaped stuff uh, to go with it. You know, all individuals. So all safe, you know I mean? That type of thing. So every, it's a four way win. Somebody orders a gift for their loved one, their right. sweetheart, their girlfriend, their mother, their daughter, whoever it is uh, on I hate dot whatever it is, they get the gift. Um, they get the pleasure of getting the gift and giving this money to charity then the person gets a great gift and then they get an email that says part of this went to feed this hospital and it shows you all the pictures. They could click on the pictures of all the different hospitals all over the country and all the different restaurants and anybody that wants to like, if you have somebody in your circle of friends or family that works in a hospital or you God forbid, I hope you don't, but have somebody that's in the hospital, we'll, we'll steer it towards them because we want to do it where we have relationships. Right. So we've done it in Texas, in Colorado, in California, uh, in Utah, we, we've done it in Louisiana, I mean, all over the country, just everywhere, everywhere you can, Indianapolis, we just did one. Uh, we just did one in California. And, um, so we'll go to a local restaurant, we get whatever their specialty is, right. We get catered, you know what I mean? And then we send it over to the hospital and feed the hospital and give, and they, I just get hundreds of texts and thank yous and emails and cards and calls. And the people they, you know, they need an attaboy. They need to say thank you. And they need that hug. You know what I mean? Yep. And when they're short of the PPE, uh, the PPE equipment, and they're short, uh, and it's difficult to do all these things. And they, you know, you and I, you know, you're in the fun business, you're yeah. in the entertainment business and fun, and you give people joy. I'm in the love business. You know what I mean? They get, nobody comes to me and gets a ring because, you know, grandma died. Right. Everybody comes to me because it's, it's they're getting engaged. It's Valentine's Day. It's Christmas. I'm only dealing with fun stuff. Right. These hospitals, you know, I mean, many patients do very well and they, they give their heart and soul, but sometimes they don't do well. Right. And it takes an emotional toll on them. So it's been so rewarding. We had only planned on doing it for that couple months. We're doing it now all year. And we're going to do it until this virus is over. So it's all of 2021. I hope it's over in a month, but if it takes all the rest of this year, if it takes part of the following year, every week, we're going to go around and do, uh, hospitals all over the country. We want to try to get to every state and where the need is the most. So you can get a great, as you mentioned, we have the new rose this year for, for Valentine's day. It's called twinkle, twinkle. It's a deep, blue. It's the color of like the night sky. This is the way I describe it when the stars start to come out. And this is a deep navy blue and it has uh, little sparkles in it that looks like the night sky sparkling. It's very, very popular. As a matter of fact, um, I, I hope not, but by the time you're, uh, your fans, and everybody hear this, we may be sold out because they're selling unbelievably. And uh, as you know, we have a whole collection. We have about 60 different colors. And every year we come out with a new, uh, premium color for Valentine's day for the collectors. But, um, we also have these in 24 carat yellow gold. We have them in platinum, wow. which is a metal, and we have them in rose gold, which is pink color. So now people can collect them and we have a display that goes with it. So you can get a dozen display and every year just put another rose in there until you build this beautiful big bouquet and they're all, if you want to see what they look like, you can go online to IHateStevenSinger.com dot or StevenSingerJewelers.com dot com or our YouTube channel or Facebook, and you can see how to put it together, what that looks like. And as you know, the great thing is because you and I are the same, guys are stupid. Oh I- <laughs> yeah, don't know what <laughs> the hell to do, and they always do it late and they always do it wrong. For fifty nine dollars, starting at fifty nine bucks, you got a gift that lasts forever. You know, it's not like real flowers are great. I'm not saying no, but a week later, ten days later. Are in the trash right you know this for the same money you have it, it lasts forever and um it's just been one of the one of the great things and we have a lot of great jewelry we have a thing called the star of love uh which is an eight-pointed star with a heart cut out of it it's 128 bucks real diamonds precious metal delivery's free gift packaging's free the personal love note from you free everything's included there's no gotchas there's no add-ons there's no secret codes there's no sales. We're very transparent. Everything is, We're like you. You tell everybody the truth, whether they want to hear it or not. <laughs> you tell them your opinion, you know sure. what I mean, whether they want to hear it. And your guests come on. You expect them to be honest and transparent, say, right. you know, what that, what's going on. And it's one of the reasons I think you're successful. I like to say that we are the jewelry version of Conrad. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, the, I not work as hard as you. I don't have as many, many different <laughs> – you know, I don't work as many hours as you. But – yeah. So that's what we got going on. And you're, I mean, all your fans, man, are just killing it. I mean, we get so many great, um, so much feedback from all the wrestling fans all over the country. And it's just, it, you know, it just, I just hear, there's not a day that goes by that I don't hear your name in some positive aspect. Um, that something's going on.
0: Well, oh, man, that makes my day. I appreciate you saying that one more time though. How much is shipping free and, and what's the special promo code they need to use?
1: No promo
0: code doesn't get any easier than that. And and by the way, as a reminder, not only do you get a great gift that will last forever, it's free shipping. It's fast. There's no promo code and maybe best of all, you're going to be helping local restaurants and local hospitals. The frontline workers who really need our help. Steven, this is an awesome campaign. Kudos to you and your crew for doing this.
1: Well, I got to tell you what's funny is, and I mean this sincerely. I feel a little bit guilty and a little bit selfish because I think that myself and my crew, my staff, we get more out of it than anybody else because it's really, we're so lucky and so blessed that our business is 40 years old this year and we're doing so well because we have so many repeat customers and referrals from repeat customers over 40 years that not only did during the pandemic did we do good, we're actually doing better than a normal year, which is bizarre. Right. I guess people just really want to say, you know, I love you, or I'm so lucky to have you in my life. You know what I mean? I'm so happy that you're alive and well and celebrate those things. And more people are getting engaged than ever because of this whole situation. So, um, like my dry cleaner, when it just closed up, they went out of business. I've been using this dry cleaner for 20 years, but nobody's getting dressed for work anymore. Right. Everybody doing this, they're on Skype or zoom or some remote type of dial in. So I felt terrible. And, um, we've been so fortunate that I wanted to give something back and this has been so rewarding. And then we find that people, because they're doing it and they're getting these great gifts that they want to do extra because they want to send more hospitals and more food. There you go. So it's just been an absolute, you know, I'm not that smart. We just bumble into this. It was just an accident (laughs) and we did it and it's been working out really, really, really great. And it's, it's, you know, I felt like you and everybody else a little bit down in the dumps with everything that's going on sure. you know politically and you know with the nation being what it is and especially this virus and this is making me kind of see the humanity of it and yes. feel a lot better about everything that we're doing. Um and you know and, and your partnership and getting this out to all your fans is I can't even thank you enough.
0: Man, I can't thank you enough. We really appreciate your support. And to know that, you know, we've got sponsors like you who are, are stepping up and doing something nice for everybody, it's just, it's humbling, man. We really appreciate all your support. And I hope everybody listening to this will at least go check out ihateStevensinger.com. Not only, again, will you get a great gift for someone very special in your life, but you're going to be given the best gift of all. And that's uh, support for our frontline workers right now that we desperately need. So thanks for taking a few minutes today, man. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much for having me on the show. Thank you uh, to all your fans and everybody that, that follows you for embracing us and taking us in, in, in and God bless everybody. Stay safe and you know stay healthy. We're at the, hopefully we're at the tail end of this. The next several months we'll get it all squared away and things will get better and we can go see wrestling in person. Yes. You know what I mean? Have some fun.
0: Yes, sir. Looking forward to it, man. Thank you for everything.
1: Thanks. That's,
0: Talk to you soon. That's ihatestevensinger dot Hit it up right now. You'll
1: be glad you did.